0: Welcome to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. We're really glad you're here. Whoever you are, wherever you're at, join us on the journey. When I meet uh, with people after someone has died, I have a bit of a process of gathering with friends, uh, sorry, with family and or friends, and I have a series of questions that I like to go through with them to get a sense of the person, even if I know them, to get a sense of their own words. And one of the questions that I ask after a series is, Did this person have a motto or a philosophy of life? And sometimes people say yes, and they blurt it out. Sometimes they say, no, I don't think they did. It's not a right or wrong. It's simply a recognition that sometimes people have mottos that are so important in how they live their life. For example, if you Google popular mottos, as I did, I didn't use AI. These things pop up when life gives you lemons. Live every day as though it's your. Be yourself. Be the change you wish. Let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace. If you're not obsessed with your life, change it. Didn't know that one. Here's a great one set some goals, then demolish them. So I don't know if you have one or not, but models are so important. And during COVID, many people saw in doorways or certainly heard this phrase, we are all in this until we weren't. But anyway, (laughs) we're all in this together. But these mottos are so important in life to have and to notice or or to think about, what might mine be? During COVID, we uh, explored a book called Living the Examined Life by James Hollis. A fabulous little book, 21 chapters, 21 weeks, 21 hours of people coming together across Canada for one hour, like we're going to do this coming week, to look at a book called Living the Examined Life. James Hollis is a fabulous psychoanalyst, one of the great writers and thinkers, I think, of our day. And in his book, he talks about his motto. He says, it all comes down to this, I have a motto. And my motto, I say to myself every day, is this, suit up. Shut up, show up. For Hollis, he says, suit up means be ready, get up, have a shower, put on your clothes, be ready for the day. Shut up. For him, he says, stop complaining, look where you live, look what you have, listen, and be grateful. And then show up, bring your very best self to the meeting and the places you're going to go that day. He says, every day I whisper or look at myself as I shave, suit up, shut up, show up. And when I thought of this motto and I thought that you were and your mother actually were in this course together, I thought about this motto and how it might actually fit for you. Suit up, shut up, show up. Here's how I see it fitting and how it fits for all of us. Suit up. Well, the truth is we saw Anne suiting up in many different outfits. Of course, Anne suited up every day for work, showing up here daily, pulling on her clothes and dragging herself, sometimes here early, early before anybody else suiting up for work. But often she did so playfully. Many people have seen her as a strawberry, as we saw last week, or a chicken, Dale, or a turtle, or a ninja. We saw her dress up and playfully suit up. Sometimes she suited down. Perhaps in coveralls, he might have bumped into her in the hallway as she's mopping a floor, or unclogging a toilet, or shoveling a walkway, or dressing up for pajamas Day the Sunday after Christmas. Anne dressed up for funerals. She dressed up for special Sundays, for Facebook, for ordinations, for trips to City Hall, So sometimes she dressed down, sometimes she dressed up, but she suited up seven days a week for her work in this church, and she dressed the part of Executive director and did so suiting up every day, tirelessly. Secondly, shut up. Well, (laughs) when I thought of this, I thought of the many ways Anne would say, shut up. But it didn't mean shut up. Well, sometimes to me, maybe it was shut up. But it's a way of saying shut up. That was so awesome. Shut up. I can't believe it. Shut up. I can't believe we have a new online donor. Shut up. Did you see how many people signed up for a congregational meeting? Shut up. Did you see how many people are in a book study? Shut up was one of Ann's favorite phrases. Of course, there were others, things like brother. Brother. This is pure gold, (laughs) or you got to work smarter, not harder, or I see you. This was a program she put together during COVID when she realized we wanted to see each other. And so whether it was the chicks that showed up at your door or ways in which we came into the gift of the data of our church, our computer geek executive director looked at the graphs and numbers and couldn't wait. And you'd hear from her office, shut up, as she would say something about our community. Or sometimes she would be indignant when we weren't hospitable, when we didn't live our values. She would say, this is not Hillhurst. We expect excellence, not perfection. When you engaged in an argument with me, Anne, we would play tennis. This was my little game. I would say, I'll hit the ball to you, and you would hit the ball back to me. And I would smash the ball back to you, and you would hit it over the net back to me. But we batted back and forth in this kind of way to understand the right thing that we needed to do as a church. But our enthusiasm is summed up in, shut up! It is such a beautiful way to think about the enthusiasm that Anne shared. Perhaps the greatest cheerleader for the staff and the congregation and me all the time. I could honestly count on the feedback from Anne being honest and real. And if I messed up, she would say, as we knew together, next time, and fill in the blank. Anne allows herself to shut up to shut up and taste the quiet of the contemplative ministry. I remember her coming in here early in the morning, shaking her head, I don't get this. And then she would shut up and listen. And she would listen, and she would listen, and she would smile. And though she didn't say shut up, it was more like, oh man. But your shut up enthusiasm lifted everyone often, and we give thanks for shutting up. The final one is show up. Perhaps this is Anne's greatest gift here. She showed up, often the first person in the morning, the last one at the end of the day, turning off the lights. She showed up to help on Sunday or an event and to make sure that it happened as best we could, seeking excellence, not perfection. Anne showed up, sometimes with Claire, okay, let's just say it all the time, with Claire. (laughs) to show up for our church, whether it was outside, in services, or inside. At least these days, a lot of people are reluctant to show up for each other. But I could always count on Ann to show up for me and my work and my struggles. (laughs) And I'd say, walk home with me. walk but Anne showed up and walked with many of us in bitter cold nights of lights for love and the sweltering heat of stampede every day during Halloween she showed up saying how can I help she showed up for refugees needing a welcome in space and encouraged you and I know you're here today to welcome people into your home she showed up for people speak seeking to volunteer to offer a prayer to get someone hot food who was hungry to show someone how we would celebrate a funeral here She showed up getting people who were to be married to have the best possible service or the best, most meaningful service for a funeral. She showed up when Facebook showed up and saw how this community was growing and changing. To the Ukrainians or other refugees, she helped to help them to show up for themselves. Or LGBTQ folks who needed a safe place in our pew, or to be represented in the streets of our Pride Parade and showed up. And showing up is a significant part of our faith. We got to show up for each other. So suit up, shut up, show up. It fits for me, for you, Anne. In my mind, he's quite right when he says this is a good motto. Finally, Ann, when we would meet people, and Ann would be here and I would be here, Andrea, she would say this, they got Jesus, I don't she would say, they got Jesus, I got the building. Here's the thing, Ann. You got Jesus. But more importantly, Jesus got you. And Jesus gets every one of us. We think we got to figure it out in our head and our heart, and Jesus says, I got you. I got you. And Jesus, I believe, suited up, shut up, and showed up. And I think Jesus' motto would be simple. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus gets you if you're sitting here in a pew or online. Jesus got you already. Even before you knew Jesus, Jesus knew you. Jesus, the one we turn to in the Christian faith, honoring all traditions, because Jesus suited up on days he would rather have slept in. Jesus suited up in simple clothes to be a simple life or dressed up fancy as he stopped off at Winners to get a shirt for the wedding at Cana. He suited up to meet people, whoever they are, wherever they're at, Jesus suited up. Jesus also shut up. Okay, you don't see that word in the Bible, but hallelujah is the same thing, shut up. I can't quite see that Easter morning, but perhaps When we're worried about the future, Jesus says, shut up, consider the lilies of the field and the birds of the air, shut up. Does God not care for you just like the birds? Jesus, when he told parables in his Jesus way of shutting down people's small mindedness or fear, opened them up to the wideness. Jesus was a cheerleader, the greatest ever. Jesus got you when you were enthusiastic about the faith and church. And finally, Jesus showed up and shows up in your heart and mind today. Jesus showed up to the thirsty, the hungry, the naked, the fearful, the arrogant, the least, the lost, and the lonely. Jesus showed up and shows up for you and I and all of us. And Jesus continues to show up today, not just in a window, but in our very lives. So, Anne, you did that. Jesus got you. And you got Jesus. Jesus. And Jesus got you, and Jesus got you, and Jesus got me. And whether we ever get Jesus, we can only trust that Jesus gets us. So we gather in this place aware that you leave your work, but not our congregation. Today you move on in a new way, just like Jesus did. And when Jesus said he was leaving, they said, no, don't go. Just like we're saying, no, don't go. It's called the transfiguration, where they tried to cling to him, and he said, let go. And so we let go. We let go, trusting that you let go also, and you continue to become your truest and best self. And we know you will return among us to be among us in a different way. Whatever costume you wear, you will be here. But most of all, we want to say to you, thank you for suiting up, shutting up, showing up, and being in Yates LaBerge. Thank you all and trust that God's got you just as God's got me. May we go in peace this day. Amen. Happy Sunday. Thanks so much for tuning in to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are thinking about someone who might enjoy it too, we invite you to send it their way and help the podcast grow. We're really glad you're here and we'd love to know what you thought about today's sermon. Leave us a review in iTunes or send us an email at communications at hillhurstunited.com. We'd love to hear from you.